This is already... Just fucking blanked. I just had a fucking brain fart. If hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boys, Matt and Drew. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's half of the whiskey. Tequila Friday show Now hanging out and drinking There's just one place to go It's time for the whiskey Tequila Friday show Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we drink some whiskey, we drink some tequila, we educate, and we libate. All right. This is going to be a tasty one. Man, I am already excited just smelling these two. It's, I mean, are you, are you a little rusty? It's been a little bit. I mean... It's been a minute since we recorded. You know, we don't have to share, but family things, busy times. We've been kind of busy, right? Yeah. Family comes first, jobs come first. This is a hobby, but we are here, we're ready, and we are excited. And we haven't missed a drop yet. No, we have not. That's right. To I, all should, of our I should really <laughs> highlight yet. <laughs> <laughs> to all of our fans, we are consistent. They can count on us like the Chicago train station. I don't know. <laughs> Because as you started to say it, you realized, okay, you can't really count on those trains that well. Yeah. And I never use them, but I know you can't trust them. Oh, yeah. So, all right, welcome. My name is Matt. I am the Uncertified Whiskey Hunter. And with me, as always, is my hooch homie, Drew. How are you today? Fantastic. And this episode, we kind of alluded to way back early on, even before we did the high proof Blanco lineup. Okay. You, you mentioned a Toralta 110 and then I said, "Ooh, if you bring a Toralta 110, I'll bring a Pikesville 110." Oh. And I yeah. think you said something like, "Did we just become best friends?" <laughs> <laughs> but this one's been on the back of my mind for a long time. I've been wanting to do this. I've been excited about doing this. Not because it's 110, not because it, you know, they match. I just love this whiskey. Yeah, for sure. I just love this whiskey. And so one thing I want to do before we get into this, I want to rant just a little bit. What? Would you let me rant just a little? Are you bringing this show down? No. Everybody's sad. (laughs) All right, what do you got? I wouldn't call it a rant so much as we're we're, going to geek out a little bit. And to all of the fellow nerds, the fellow whiskey geeks out there, you'll be able to relate with me. I think there are certain things in life. Aren't there things in life that you can say, eh, whatever, let it roll. And then there are certain things that you will stick to your guns and you'll die on that hill. Right? We yeah. all have those things. Like ground beef tacos. <laughs> that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> so, all right. So what? It's steak or or nothing? There's, like, Well, it could be steak. It could be chicken. Sure. It, you know, there's all kinds sure. of tacos. Shrimp. Shrimp tacos. Right? Not ground beef. Really? For me, yeah. Yeah, all right. We have it all the time in our house. In fact... We do too. It's ground turkey. We love the ground (laughs) turkey taco, but that's when you're at home. 
if I go to a restaurant or I go to a taco oh, truck, okay, I want no ground beef. No, I'm taco. with you 100. Okay, I thought you were talking about at home. Oh, yeah. just in general. No, no at if, home if you I'm, do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm going. It's like going to a taco truck and ordering their hamburger. Yeah, the, right. or or their turkey sandwich. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, if I'm going to a place that makes tacos, I'm getting. Oh yeah, right. I'm getting something spicy, or I'm getting like a lingua. Oh yeah, or yeah. You know what I always love is when I order lengua and then the cooks <laughs> will kind of they, peek out the door to see, like, you know, and then they see El Gringo and they're like, they just nod. They're like, yeah, <laughs> all right, buddy. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And I thought you were joking, but then I did that once and it happened. <laughs> they they turned, yeah. they all turned around to look and see who's yeah. ordering yeah. that beautiful cow tongue. Yeah, who's, <laughs> who's eating this tongue? <laughs> Oh, all right. Now, see, right. we've already yeah. seen. Now, you know what? We're just yeah. falling into old habits. No, I know. Here I we know. go on a tangent. All right. So, all right. So, my rant is about rye whiskey. Oh. As you know, I'm a big fan of rye whiskey. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to that. Okay. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> all right. All right. And so, there are two types of rye, and I know that Kentucky makes a ton of whiskey. Yeah. But if you're a purist and you and you know a, a little bit about the history, there are two types of rye. Two two types of rye, the actual grain, or two types of rye, rye whiskey. whiskey. Okay, rye whiskey. Okay, Monongahela rye and Maryland rye. Okay, <laughs> so Monongahela rye refers to rye that was made in the Pennsylvania region because that's where rye grew. In fact, that's pretty much all that they could grow. Okay, back in you know, early settler times. And so I don't know if it was always like the the typical 95.5 rye that you see now, like your MGP rye and your, you know, a lot of those rye that are high rye. They call it a high rye rye. Yeah. The mash bill is almost 100% rye or 95.5. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is going to impart a ton of, you know, baking spices and pepper and even some floral notes. And you get a, a real punch of rye. Then there is the Maryland-style rye, which is a little more heavier with corn. Okay. And that imparts that sweetness. So you get right. that nice balance of sweet and spicy. Yeah, for sure. And for a sure. lot of Kentucky distilleries have kind of grabbed onto that and kind of endorsed that and made that their own to a point where now you even hear people say Kentucky-style rye. Okay, and is that like my, the Woodford Reserve rye in yeah, episode 24? Right. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. So if I spoke, if I misspoke and said Kentucky-style rye, shame on me. I should have said Maryland-style rye. Because gotcha. if a rye has enough corn in it that's going to impart that sweetness, that's a Maryland-style rye. Okay. And if it's going to be more along this the, the, the way of all rye or mostly rye, that's the Monongahela rye. Gotcha. Now, now do you, you know. think they're throwing out Kentucky-style rye so that the taters know that it's bourbony? You know, it's it's one of those things like, where, who, who do you blame? I don't think it's one person to blame or one entity to blame. I wouldn't just blame the Kentucky distillers for doing that. I'm sure they're happy with whatever, any attention they can get. Right. Sure. Any right, attention. Right, right, right. It's good attention. But I don't know if they necessarily did that with the intention of, well, let's just adopt this and it'll become a thing and then everyone will start to just talk about it. 
I wouldn't say that necessarily. Okay. I'm just out here to teach my my listeners and my partner because, you know, what's that big star? The more you know. Was it the N- <laughs> and the NBC? Right? <laughs> the more you know. I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah. rant is over. Okay. Let's so, get into so, this. So this one. What is this one? This is a Maryland style rye. Okay, and which this is the Pikesville. This is Pikesville, say it again? Pikesville straight rye whiskey. What's the proof? One ten. Little spicy. <laughs> and what did you bring? I've got the Toralta Blanco, one ten proof. Very like, exciting. Yeah. And for those that listened to the high proof Blanco, oh yeah, this was yep. the one where I guessed wrong. You guessed right. You oh. nailed it. Oh. You I wasn't going to bring that up again. <laughs> but since you mentioned it, go on. Finish I'm not your a, thought. I'm not afraid to say when I'm wrong. <laughs> and you pointed out that grassy note. That was the oh, identifier yeah. for you, right? Yeah, yeah. And even then, while we were doing that, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, boy, you know, I can't wait to get my hands on another Pikesville because of those green Rye notes, you know, the vegetal rye Ooh, notes that I match get. with the grassy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's get started, shall this we? It's amazing. Can't wait. So this Maryland rye is coming out of Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> after all that rant. So after but would you call it Maryland style rye or is it Maryland rye? It's a Maryland style rye. Okay. Made in my beautiful place, Heaven Hill. Oh. <laughs> It gets better. <laughs> Did yeah. I mention the Taraltas from El Pandillo, 1579? Yeah. So these are two of our favorite distilleries. Yeah. Producing yeah. some high-proof, glorious juice. And, you know, we're going to see if these are even better together. So a little history. Pikesville started, you know, in Maryland, you know, 1895, L. Winland and Brothers Distillery. Okay. It got shut down during Prohibition. It then started back up again under Monumental Distillery, and then it was bought by Majestic Distillery, and then finally in 1982, bought by Heaven Hill. Gotcha. I don't know for sure if the mash bill changed during that process, but I do know now that the mash bill is 51% rye, 39% corn, and 10% malted barley. All right, so, so we have a, yeah, a good bit of corn. Yeah. Just barely legal on that rye category. Sure. Is there a certain level of corn that needs to be in before you call it Maryland style? That's a good question. I think if you're going to go so far as to put any corn in it, oh. you you wouldn't put like 10% corn. I don't think that you would do that because the rye is such a strong grain. You You have to put enough in to make it, to make it noticeable. Gotcha. On the reverse, when you're making bourbon, you don't need a whole lot of rye. Sure. To taste those spicy, peppery yeah, yeah, yeah. notes coming from it. But when you have a lot of rye, 51% or more, you need at least, I would guess, 20 or 30% to make it noticeable, to get any sweetness out of it. Otherwise, okay. it's almost it's almost a waste of, of buying really, the yeah, grain. Right, Why right, would you right. buy it? Why would you buy it and put 10% in there when... You're not going to taste it. Sure. So. All right. Understood. That makes sense. And what was the other type? 
I'm going to butcher it. I want to say McGonagall. That's not right. <laughs> Monongahela. Monongahela. All right, cool. Now, this is the Pikesville Straight Rye Whiskey. And so we've had it in the glass now for enough time that it's opened up. Yeah. I think some of that dill has gone down a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was very, it was, it was pickle jar yeah, earlier. You were, you were going like pastrami sandwich dipped in a, dipped in a pickle <laughs> jar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but the alcohol punch is there, right? You can't get your nose down in there too much or it'll. It's like yeah. A, it's, it's like hot. A, like a snake. It'll bite you. Yeah, right. Right. It kind of, it does <laughs> kind of stings the nostrils. <laughs> But it's great because it stands up so well in a in a cocktail. You know, this is about sure. this is about fifty bucks, forty nine ninety nine at your local liquor store. Okay. So if you want to drink it straight, wanna make a cocktail, you know, it's fine either way. But it's one ten proof, so it will definitely stand out in a mixed up drink, you know. Sure, sure. But let's sip. Ooh. Cheers. Cheers. So for me, that dill is still there. Yep. It kind of starts off with that dill. Then you get that that rush of alcohol, right? It's smacking. You're like, okay, here we go. This is 110, right? It's a little it'll, hot on your tongue. It'll wake you up in the morning, right? Yeah. And then you get a nice wave of black pepper and other spices that I feel like it balances that dill back down again. I'm not a fan of a rye whiskey that's just dill. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, fair enough. I need other spices. I need other flavors. You know, and sure. this one will open up with time. You know, and that's the thing with high proof stuff. Sometimes you got to give it. You got to give it yeah, time well, in the glass. This has and, been sitting in this glass for a while. Yeah, but I would even argue when you crack the bottle, you got to give it a little more time. Like halfway sure. down the bottle, you yeah. might to actually see some differences in the in the flavors. Okay, but let's. Well, and when when is it time that you and I haven't enjoyed a bottle more? The second time around. Oh, yes. I love getting a little bit of air in there. Yep. And yeah, this this happens to be a fresh crack. Right. Because of our time constraints and what we were doing, what we planned, what we wanted to do. Let's just stop talking and sip. Yep. <laughs> Number two. Okay, second sip. I got a little aggressive. <laughs> it bit me back. That's hot. <laughs> it is hot. Now, we've sipped on things that are way higher proof than this, that don't sip this hot. And that's the rye. Right? Is I that think, the rye talking? I think it's the fact that, yes, if, if you had a regular 80 or 100 proof whiskey that happens to be a rye, it'll taste hotter. Mm-hmm. And then if you had a 110 proof bourbon, it might taste even milder than this. But the fact that it's 110 and the fact that it's a rye, you're, yeah. gar- you're guaranteed to be smacked with some heat and some spice. But I will suggest for our third sip... That we actually take a little cap, a little cap full of our water bottle oh, okay. here. Let's put just a couple drops into the Glencairn here. Okay, so we add this drop of water. What does that do? It's going to drop the proof down because we've been sipping, right? There's maybe less than an ounce in our glass. Okay. So the proof has gone down, but then also the water can really open it up too. So while the proof may go be going down, some of the spices may actually be opening up. Ah. And I did this to kind of see how you react to this. Do you do you feel even hotter flavors, or did it truly mellow it? So let's cheers. Give it a try. I kind of missed the heat. 
<laughs> like a, I'm never happy. You, you're like a hostage that's got <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want that punishment. Uh, okay, so all right, you didn't get any like sweetness. So for me, some of that caramel came out. For sure. I got, I got like a Dr. Pepper or a cola note there. Yeah. And I, oh my gosh. But there's still plenty of baking spices on that black pepper. Oh, I love this with a drop of water. I love it. You didn't prefer it that way though. I don't know. Like if I guess if I'm going to drink a spicy 110, let's make it a spicy 110. I didn't, you know. All right. It was good. I think more sweetness came out for me, especially. Yeah. Which, I, you know, I think for those people that... Do not drink neat right out of the bottle. If you're going to put an ice cube in it, you know, this is, it's it's hot enough that it will still stand up to that ice cube. Right. You know, but you can get some great caramel sweetness. Some of that, like that, like I said, that cola note, that Dr. Pepper root beer cola note. Sure. Really like that a lot. And when you said straight, right out of the bottle, you didn't really mean putting your lips no. on the bottle. No. We'll just clarify that for those who just suddenly got that visual. <laughs> We're not, it's it's funny when I when I go to a restaurant, you know, and the person, man or woman, taking my order is, you know, young enough to be my son or daughter, right? Mm. And I'm ordering a whiskey neat. I go out of my way to say, yeah, I'd like to have a double pour of Pikesville neat, no ice, no in ice. a glass. Right. Nothing else. Like, I, I go almost beyond, and they go, I, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. I can, you can see them nodding. Like, yeah, but sometimes they don't know what, like, sometimes I'll, you'll order something neat, and they'll say, you want ice on that? Exactly. Oh, well, I've, I've had it come back to me with an ice cube, and I'm like, I said neat, and they're like, I thought that was neat. Like, they don't know. Right. They don't realize. Don't so, they're just kids. It's Aww. fine. <laughs> Poor kids. So, I don't know. So, overall... Final thoughts on o- this? What overall, you- I I think it's awesome. For I think it's fifty really, bucks. I mean, yeah. this is it's tasty. It's really hot. Yeah, a lot of heat. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't get a reprieve going on to the next glass. So thank goodness. Take take it away, Drew. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we've got the Taralta One Ten. This is the High Proof Blanco. We already sipped on this, episode 23. This is the summer of Blanco, man. <laughs> I felt like we did so many Reposados and Añejos over the winter that we had to get some yeah. Blancos oh, on board. Yeah. And I've got this ever-growing collection yeah. of a lot of Blancos. And I was like, eh, maybe we need to, <laughs> you know, I'm waiting to drink them. It's like a snowdrift. So, you have a snowdrift yeah, of Blanco. Right, right. Well, and I don't want to drink these until we've recorded them. Right. Right. So they're just sitting there. We've also kind of come to the realization that we need to get a little more mileage out of the bottles, which yes. is why, for those of you that have been paying attention from episode one, thank you for sticking with us that long. Yeah. But we will be doing multiple shows with the same bottle. We want to try to taste these bottles twice. And so this is now number two for the Toralta yes. 110. Yes. And you can now put it on your daddy gets to drink shelf. <laughs> right. Well, because just like your Pikesville, I think this is going to make a phenomenal cocktail. Oh, yeah. I might, if we ever yeah. do a, you know, now I'm going to sit here and save this again. Because if we ever do a cocktail episode, I would love to put oh. a little heat. Could you imagine this in like a spicy margarita? Yes. 
couple of fresh slices of that just green raw jalapeno oh. with all the veins and are the you, seeds included. Are you growing some jalapenos yep. again? All right, all right. I, we, make, we, we grow some hot yeah. jalapenos here in the all backyard. Right. should also point out this is from El Pandillo, 1579. Just recently did a whole Felipe freak out Friday or yes. whatever we called it, yeah. right? What was yeah. that, episode 25? Yep. So we kind of get our favorite distilleries and yeah, it I just kind of happens that we, way. Like Heaven Hill, I think, is your favorite, right? Oh, by far. By far. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't even know what I would put in second place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would I'd have like three or four other ones tied for a second, but... Heads and shoulders yeah. above everything else. So, like, what, I mean, I could definitely making. put 1139 in there, right? Because you know I love yes. El Tesoro. Yes. So it's easy It's easy to have the Camarena brothers neck and neck in my favorites list, but... And why wouldn't you? Because together they have 60% of <laughs> the tequila that we would, would buy. Right. So, yeah. So this one is one where Felipe Camarena, the master distiller... Brought in his two sons, Alan and Luis, created this brand, and then it's being marketed and perhaps imported. I'm I'm always fuzzy on where does marketing and where does importing yeah, and sure. who does what and what's a distributor and sure. how many people are doing how many jobs, but marketed and imported by the same company that does the Chopin vodka. Oh, okay. All right. So they they were really drawn to this brand because they like small batch family owned, you know, controlling yeah. the process from from growing the inputs to creating the what goes in the bottle and they were attracted to this quality. It's funny too, I can see those two bottles side by side, you know, tall and oh, yeah? slender yeah. and kind of see through and you know, that black and white kind of tight and yeah. All right, yeah, I got to be honest. I'm not exactly familiar with show. I've Chopin. never been a vodka drinker. Yeah, I don't even know what the bottle a, looks like. I had my face. It's kind of similar to the Belvedere and the Grey Goose. Okay, real clear, but maybe a little smoky on the glass, but but no color at all, just black and white. Yeah, just gotcha. Black and white. Gotcha. All right, and then. You know, when we did our Felipe freak out, part of what we were doing was mixing the different water sources they have at El Pandillo. This one is the deep well water. 100%. 100% deep well deep water. Well. And by deep well, I think it's 150 meters, a little bit more than 450 feet. That's incredible. That's as deep. <laughs> we kind of hinted at geeking out a little bit on Felipe and El Pendio in 1579. You know, he's a, Doesn't take much I for know, us to geek out right? on that. He's an engineer. I, he might be an engineer with two different engineering degrees. I, yeah. I'm going to point out that he invented and designed a new type of horno, a new type of oven that would put the heat and the steam on both sides, okay. both top and bottom. So that there wasn't this mix of perhaps overcooked on one end and then perhaps too green on the other end. Green on the top, yeah. Which I appreciate that because there's been other bottles where we've tasted it and we said, boy, I'm getting a lot of green. Mm -hmm. It's almost like undercooked agave, but I'm digging it. Yeah. This is the same, it's it's completely uniform throughout because of this oven that he designed. Like a George Foreman grill. (laughs) Like getting on the getting on the (laughs) top. Yes, they've actually, that's all it is. 
<laughs> you got 8,000 dudes, each with a George Foreman grill and a little slice of agave. Just one pineapple slice of agave. <laughs> <laughs> that would take forever. Oh, my gosh. Stainless steel tanks. 100% agave. We know this. This one is fermented without fibers. We bring that up because some of them are fermented with fibers. Copper pot, still. You don't... Oh, I don't want to geek out on this yet, but they call it a Tahona crushing. Yeah. But maybe on the next bottle from 1579, we can tell everybody about Frankenstein, Frankenstein. a.k.a. Sure. Felipe Stein. Yeah. Right? His little invention to improve the Tahona. Yes. But that's it. I'm not going to say anymore. Your you're eyes you, are your eyes you are all know. your eyes are all glitter, you're all know, right? lit up. I can tell you're excited. I know. Yeah, we have to tease we have to tease the audience yeah. about that because that that is very interesting. That he's like you said, he's more than just uh, an engineer or a, a master distiller. He's he's like this inventor, and yeah. he's just an artist, and he's. And he's a grandfather. He's a man of many talents. He's like got all these talents. It's like, you know, we've we've got to get down there and and meet this guy. I know. We've got to get down there. It's it's incredible. I heard he subscribes to the show. <laughs> the biggest pile of horseshit I've ever heard. <laughs> just <laughs> broke your trachea on that one. Oh, all right, all right, and but, confirmed additive free. Of course, yeah. Salute. Salute. Hmm. You know what we forgot to talk about the nose. Right. What are you getting on the nose? Hot agave. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell that it's a little bit get, higher you proof. You can tell the proof is there. Yep. But there's a nice I, I get I get a nice minty note with this. Okay. And I always get grassy. It's definitely more green than mineral yep. on, on the nose. Yeah, and then the minute you say mineral, put your nose in there. You get a little bit. Get, get some mineral. Oh, it's it's there. Yeah, it's there. And what'd you get on that first sip? Mm, it's hot. It is. I, I'm so accustomed to the tequila being slightly like a refreshing break from yeah, the right. from the hot right. whiskey that I yeah. usually bring to the table. Right. And this it's time like, it's like it's like your chaser. <laughs> it's like your whiskey. How do you chase your whiskey with tequila? <laughs> It's it's like lighting a fire in my mouth and then spraying some lighter fluid in there to try to put it out. <laughs> right, like it, right. it it was not beneficial in putting out the fire. But you know, the finish is so long mm-hmm. with these higher proof tequilas. I, I feel like it's a little oily. You might think a higher proof would kind of sap you know all the moisture out of your mouth and, and it might right. be dry. We mentioned in a recent episode, we keep forgetting to mention the agave. Uh, yes. Because it's just become a given. It, I mean, there's nothing but agave, water, and yeast in this bad right. boy. That's it. So, Like, we're not drinking the tequilas that taste like sugar cookies and wedding cakes. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's almost like, yeah, you know, we just describe everything else but the agave because it's always there. But nice cooked agave. Yeah, it's really good. A little hint of minerality. But you know what I really get on that early finish? Anise. Okay. And we recently heard a rant from one of our fans <laughs> who said, why do you say anise? <laughs> and then as I'm listening, I notice it's pretty much a coin toss. I hear a lot of people say anise. I hear a lot of people yeah. say anise. I feel like anise might be a more Midwest thing. I think our listeners are going to have to maybe chime in. You know, we're going to have to maybe do like an informal poll here. 
on how do you say it? Do you yeah. say anise? Do you say anise? Or do you just avoid it and say licorice? Because <laughs> it's kind of what I do a lot. Way to say I, black licorice. I do that a lot just to make sure I'm not saying it wrong. <laughs> Let me ask you this: the bottle of black licorice flavored liqueur. Okay. Now you know ouzo. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. But I'm thinking of one that uses that in its name. Oh. Do you know this bottle? No, I was thinking of I was I was thinking of Sambuca. Does Sambuca not Sambuca have? for sure. Is that also liquor? I'm thinking or? of Anisette. Oh yeah. And I've never right. heard anybody say Anisette. <laughs> right. And the actual seed is called Aniseed. Not Anise seed. Not Anise seed. Right. Right. Either way you want to <laughs> say it, it's in there. I'm getting it. I get yeah. it. Let's get sip yeah. number two. Yes. Salute. What'd you get on that? So now that you said anise, I got even more of it. You know, okay. a lot of a lot of good licorice notes. Yeah. But not overwhelming. It's still balanced with minerality, with you know, just this just this great I guess it's cooked agave. Yeah. Okay. I would say yeah. cooked cooked agave. Yeah. And like every sip is a little bit different. A little bit different. So I've yeah. I was thinking that that cooked agave got sweet almost to the point of citrus. Okay. Maybe a slice of real pineapple in a George Foreman. Ooh, okay. (laughs) All right. Get the little char marks on it. Oh, now I want to make like a pineapple margarita with this or something. man. (laughs) Right? This could happen. A good whack of alcohol. Yeah. It is hot. Yeah, it's, it's hot. It's hot, which makes me a little scared, to be honest, with... Going back and forth with these. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we're, you know, we're here for the people. <laughs> we got to do it. Yeah. We got to right. do it. Let's get a third sip. One last sip. Salute. Okay, on the third sip, got a little bit of the alcohol in my mouth. Went nose deep in this thing. <laughs> and I noticed, though, like the alcohol might be dissipating a little bit. Because you can right. get into that gra- that Get into that grass. Yeah. Get into the glass deeper. And I'm getting a little bit more softer green vegetal note yes. and then the grass came out yes for me the same thing less minerality more vegetal yeah just after i said it wasn't vegetal yeah, right. now it's it's a yeah. little more vegetal and it's just the power of suggestion like the minute we say something that's what we're gonna smell i don't know and i, I got i got kind of a crazy note Ooh, are you ready yeah fennel seed really <laughs> Like just a little. You li- keep talking. I'm gonna find it. Like just a little bit. Like it was after I took the sip, I saw that you were bringing the glass back to your nose again, which you know is a trait that we both like to do. I got some different kind of baking spices that kind of reminded me a little bit of like fennel. And where might you find a fennel flavor? Well, I notice it in a lot of sausage. That's made with heavy fennel. I was trying to set you up for the rye whiskey. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm hungry. Right. But no, you're right. I, it made me think of like a gin or an unaged rye. Maybe not quite the same as, as in a rye whiskey, but just really nice green herbal notes that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. After this experience... I am going to buy, maybe if not the 110, 
I'm going to buy just the regular, the regular 80 proof Taralta Blanco. Sure. Just to see what I can get out of that because it's probably not that expensive. Right? You know what's funny it's, is it runs a little bit less expensive than the G4. But it's always going to be there, too. It's usually on the shelf, right? We seem to get a good bit of it in here in Chicago. You know, for, for as hard as it is to find G4 lately, right? you can find Taralta. Especially now that you said fennel, I am geeked for the quick sips. <laughs> nice. Low-budget production. My rye is a little low. Yeah, uh, I think we I'm gonna reload. we're gonna have to reload a little bit, which we gotta be careful with this 110 business. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're reloaded. We are reloaded. We are ready to go. I'm wondering. So let's explain. Can you explain to our new listeners? Yeah. So we are about to do our little addition to the spirits world. It is called the Quick Sips. <laughs> And that is a high porn that Matt plays on YouTube from his phone into the microphone. This is almost so low almost budget. ad nauseum, but yeah, so low budget. <laughs> but just like when you're doing a food and wine pairing, or you know, the other end of the spectrum, toothpaste and orange juice, <laughs> right? <laughs> What we want to do is we want to take a quick sip of the whiskey, in this case the Pikesville Straight Rye Whiskey. We don't rinse, we don't rest, we don't wait. We go right into the Taralta 110 Proof Blanco and see what does the whiskey bring out in the tequila. Once we've done that, we'll flip it around. We will take a sip of the Taralta 110. We won't wait. We won't cleanse our palates. We won't do anything. We'll go right into the Pikesville rye and see what the tequila brings out in the rye. And then a lot of times we pick a winner. Yeah. All right. So true to true to the game, whiskey tequila Friday. We're going to start with the whiskey. Is it getting a little warmer in here? It is getting a little hot. It is getting a little hot. <laughs> the cool thing about this is that over time we discovered to make up for the proof, we had to adjust how much we were right. sipping. right. Sipping a smaller amount typically of the whiskey and a bigger amount of the tequila just to kind of, if, if proof times volume equaled <laughs> total heat, <laughs> right? Yes. We don't have to do that on this one. Nope. So chug is away. It, is it equally hard? <laughs> <laughs> is it equally hard to sip the same amount two times in a row? Oh, I mean, it like, totally could be, but you know what? I mean, I was always doing an exaggerated. Yeah, sure. You know, making sure that I had way less of the whiskey than the tequila. Yeah. Just to try to normalize that proof. Right. But now we can just... We don't have to do it. This is 110 plus 110. That's 220. <laughs> you ready? 220, 221, whatever, whatever it takes. takes. <laughs> Cheers. So I feel like often we'd have to take a minute or two. Yeah. And this time it was like five minutes. Yes. Number one, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. My, I am toasty. <laughs> I think when we were sipping, like, I think originally when we were sipping the high-proof bourbon and the high-proof tequila, it was really kind of springtime. There's still plenty of cold days here in the yeah. Midwest. Yeah. And I mentioned, you know, you don't need to sleep with the comforter tonight. Right. Right. Yeah, that, I'm turning the air to 62. <laughs> I mean, we're in, the, we're in summer. It is warm. And this yeah. is, that yeah. was warm. Yeah. Let me ask you this. 
Did you get the licorice bomb? I don't know if I got a licorice bomb, but I oh. definitely got a good, like I got just this like sequential wave. First it was vegetal, then it was mineral, and then it was herbal. And so on that, on that finish, yeah, seven minutes later, I got licorice. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. But for me, I loved how the dill on the whiskey yes. was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With you. Maybe a tiny, tiny bit, but mostly gone. Mm-hmm. And then when I was, you know, enjoying that whiskey on my palate and bringing the tequila to, you know, right to my lips... It was this really nice, delicate, herbal and floral kind of nose. And then it quickly went vegetal and then mineral and then herbal. I oh, cool. Just loved how it was just, wow. you know, the full spectrum, the full yeah. spectrum. So I'm with you. <laughs> the dill really subsided yeah. on that first sip. When I... Tasted the Taralta, that lack of rye, the white liquor, it felt cooling. Okay. And then it wasn't. Right. It's kind of like when you get the super hot chicken wing, and you're like, this isn't so bad. And then a minute later, you're like, Has ah, that, that delayed reaction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> about what it was like. And then when that heat came up, it filled my entire head with licorice. With black licorice. But with anise or anise, <laughs> however you want to say it, I'm down. <laughs> but but we like that note. We're yes. fan, we're fans of that. Yes. So. Overwhelming me with that flavor on my booze is cool <laughs> by me, right? Like it, it's good. Like I would I would never eat black licorice. I would never eat a black jelly bean. But in my tequila all day long. Sure. And then it came down almost as quickly as it came up. It comes back down. Yeah. And this nice long finish, like you said. We're over here lip smacking for about five <laughs> minutes, and then all of a sudden, very mouth drying, yeah, very drying at the very end, almost yeah. as as if from nowhere. Yeah, right. Just left us like yeah. it just went away. And I, I guess it's kudos to the one ten Taralta for holding its own weight because there really wasn't a whole lot of the rye that I could tell yeah. was lingering on. Yeah, you know. Obviously, if it influenced the tequila to a point where you got that licorice, then, mm-hmm. you know, great. But I didn't get a ton of, like, caramel notes or black pepper notes no, or nothing no. that was lingering from the rye. You know, I'm curious when we go the other way, what's it going to be, you know? You're curious about going if, the other way. If the, right. if the Pikesville can... Hold its own and do the same thing, right? I'm excited. We're going the other way. We're going to sip the Toralta 110 Blanco. Yeah. We don't wait. We don't rest. We don't rinse. Right into the Pikesville Straight Rye Whiskey, which we now know is a Maryland style. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Quick Sips. I'm not going to say that anymore. You ready? (laughs) Salute. Salute. So when I got my first job here in Chicago, okay, I had a coworker who loved Tabasco. Okay. And we'd order this pizza. You know, they cut the pizza in squares. So you yeah. get this little, you know, two inch by three inch square piece of pizza. Right. And he would put 14, 15 shakes of Tabasco <laughs> on this thing. Right. Eat it and like be in pain. Right. But love every minute. 
Shout out to Jamin. <laughs> That's what this was. Yeah. That, this was hot that was, ass pain. <laughs> it was pain. That I loved every minute of. Oh, I want to do it again. It was so painful. I know. Right. I know. The first thing that I got from nosing the whiskey was just sweet caramel. Yeah. Just yeah, a ton yeah. of sweet caramel. Yep. I did take some extra time to nose it. I, I yeah. agree with you there. And then when I first poured it onto my palate, I got like this yeasty, like this bready, yeasty kind of note. Okay. Like it was like the the essence or the s- smell or the taste of like fresh baked bread. And then started to kind of, okay, here comes some flavors. What can I do? What yeah. can I see? No, bam. Hot. <laughs> Just this wave of so intense yeah. heat that I wasn't really able to pick up anything until after it finally settled down. Yeah. And then I got I got black pepper and black licorice. Which and was is, that was that biscuity doughy flavor still there? It was only on the initial palate of the whiskey. Okay. It kind of came and then went. So is there a thing, it's like a shortbread or a kind of a butter cookie with fennel seeds in it? Is that a thing? I don't know. That's but, what that was for me. Okay. So I'm right with you. Like a on, fennel sandy. Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. No, not cinnamon. I don't know. Does the Sandy have cinnamon? I, I can't think, think so. of I think it's just shortbread. But yeah, shortbread and, and fennel, fennel seeds. Yeah. Which... Now that I say it out loud, I think I might cook that and try it. This, it it was good when that heat hit, all of the taste died down. It was too hard to really pick apart the nuance. Nuance. Yeah, I didn't get much of anything. You're right. Mm -mm. I I prefer it the other way. If we're picking winners today, whiskey to tequila is the big winner. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was okay, but this was fifteen shakes of Tabasco on your pizza. Like it's delicious, yeah. it hurts, it's, it's good hot, hurt. and yep. you love every minute of it. <laughs> but in the end, like, what did you really taste? Right. Yeah. No, it's. I'm. I'm with you. I agree. Are we gonna try a little shortbread fennel cookie? <laughs> I'm. I'm now I'm down. hung up on this. I'm down. Yeah. Sure. The fennel like, seed, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> I'm sure if we Google like Julia Childs or something, I'm sure she did it at one point. Who knows? She's throwing things together, you know? Yeah, right. Half our audience has no idea who I'm even talking about. I know. Isn't Julia that sad? <laughs> it's kind of sad when you think about it, right? Yeah. These are the, the. She was quite the television personality when but we were on, growing up. The only one I would watch more than Julia Childs mm-hmm. was. Alton Brown? The Cajun Cuisine. The, ca- the Cajun Cook? Remember the Cajun Cuisine? <laughs> oh. oh, we're going to push him over in there. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Worcestershire. When he said Worcestershire, I, I was... Oh, man. It, like, it was, it was my... That was it. I was ready to go. Yeah. I, I could go upstairs. Yeah. I was done, you know? Like, yeah, I was, I, was going, I was going too far into the 90s and early 2000s. You were, you're still in the 80s. Lee 70s and, and 80s. Paran. Lee and Paran Worcestershire shells. Like, the way he says it, oh, my God, it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so hot. <laughs> 
Oh, my forehead. <sighs> yeah, you're is really hot. Yeah. You're you're glistening over there. I can yeah. tell. Yep. Yeah, this is a warm one. Yeah, but no, this was this was good. I'm I'm glad we did this, but I think it's time to go. Maybe go outside and cool off. Or <laughs> Because it's only 90 degrees outside. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> slightly less. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm at 104. Uh, so that'll, that'll wrap up for us, guys. You know, we want to thank you for listening. Please like and follow and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. We are on Instagram and have a Facebook group at Whiskey Tequila Fridays. We want to thank Joby, as always, at Forsha Creek for our music. Please check out his podcast. And we ask that you drink responsibly. And if you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila, then it's always a Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. Oh, we appreciate y'all hanging. But now it's time to go. Come on back for more whiskey to keep a Friday show. Oh. <laughs> Hot. I can feel the alcohol vapors like this. Oh. If you had a candle right here, I'd be like, <gasps> right.